Yo, 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 what up, y'all? Welcome to tonight's episode of The Perfect Angle. I'm your host, JG, and this is our boy, Paul Wall. What up, what up, what up? Hey, you know what it is, Justin, before we get started with this beautiful episode, let us bow. Yes, sir. Thank you, Father God, for this evening. We thank you for tonight. We thank you for us coming together and fellowshipping. Use us tonight, Lord. Holy Spirit, speak through us. Use our vocal cords. Let people see you through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. Amen. Yeah, player. What's up, player? What up, what up? I'm trying to get this little thing here set up. Oh, you got a little light, too. It's a little ah. light of mine. No, this one's I'm a little uh, let it shine. What is it a Joby? We call it a Joby, I guess. Oh, okay. Holds the phone or something like that. Okay, yeah. you got a little phone. You got a fancy phone saying called a Joby. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. Yo. So I'm sorry I didn't get the chance to send you some questions. Let's nah, see. It's cool. We we gonna blind this. Tonight's episode for all the viewers and listeners. Um, oh, yeah, we forgot. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't hit subscribe yet, go ahead, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell, get notified of our latest episodes. And now back to what we were saying. Back um, to our regular scheduled programming. No, like, honestly, like, tonight's episode's called Interviewing the Interviewer. And Justin's wants to interview me. So. Do. I That's do. good. No question. I, I, I don't need to prep. We're good. We're good. Like, I hope I don't need to prep. Like, what kind of questions are you going to ask me here, Justin? <laughs> doom, doom, doom. Oh, law and order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Bro, so uh, I think tonight's episode is, I'm really excited about it. Um, I know you are. But being able to have the opportunity to speak to you tonight, I mean, you and I have known each other for some time now. Yeah. What's it been like, I think 13 years? Yes, sir. 13. It's a long time, which is pretty good. And Yeah. Um, I've been you able to. You survived oh. people I've grown up with. <laughs> like you've outlasted them. Like some of these people. I love it. You know what? Some people aren't always meant to be in your circle forever. And you yeah. learn that as you get older. Yeah. I'm glad you learned it. Me too. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? So, yeah, just being able to see you grow into the person that you've become today has been, I, I think, a bright spot for me. You know, Appreciate um, it. being able to see how far you've come. I mean, I know where you've come from. I don't know if necessarily our viewers and our listeners always do, but I think tonight's going to be right. a little sweet treat for them to be able to, you know, for us to be able to dive into some of that stuff. All right. So that they can see where, you know, where you've been. And I've always, you know, me, I'm always the encourager. Right. So it's not yeah. always about, you know, I'm not who I used to be, you know, or thank God I'm not who I used to be or I'm not. Yeah. I'm not I might not be where I want to be, but I'm not who I used to be. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we're always, you know, constantly growing and to see you grow is pretty cool, which kind of leads me to. um our first question. So obviously I asked you on today because I think you've experienced some pretty cool successes in your life. Um, 
multiple areas of your life, you've got some success. What yeah. can you, what can you attest your success to? Um, to be honest with you first, like this sounds so typical, but Hey man, I have to give it to the dude upstairs. Like none of this would be possible. Like, yeah. and honestly, I can say, I can say I've always known that. And like, I've always like, just been like, yeah, you know, I got to get my gratitude upstairs, but no, like for reals, for real, like for real, for real, for real, for real, like I attest my success to the man upstairs. Cause without him, I wouldn't be here at all. I would not right. be in front of this camera. I would not be doing multiple podcasts with, with, with other stuff that we will get to. Um, I wouldn't be coaching. I wouldn't be the husband I am today. I wouldn't be the father I am today. I wouldn't be the friend I am today because he's like, he, he's kept me alive, man. Like I should be dead. Like I've done some pretty dumb shit and I should yeah. be dead. So, um, but hard work, um, staying the path, man. And, and just when I feel overwhelmed, just giving it up to him, let him do his thing, man. Like one thing I've learned in the last couple of years is can't control the uncontrollable, like right. control what you can control and, and go and just work with it. And right. I honestly have learned from my, my, what is it? My, the things I lack in from the areas I lack in, right? Like I I've taken those L's and, and have definitely tried to turn them into some W's and recently well, fucking winning, Justin. Yeah, we're winning right now, bro. Yeah, heck yeah, yeah, heck yeah. That's cool. So you've mentioned you've mentioned some different wins and losses in your life, right? You've mentioned some different areas that you've won in. Um, would you care to elaborate or dive a little bit deeper on some of those? Um, like in the areas I'm winning. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm definitely winning. Um. I am now the defensive coordinator for Southgate High School. Nice. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and it's crazy because last year when I started off on this journey of just getting back into coaching, um, I kind of just got back into the, the game because I loved it and I missed it, right? Like right. I miss I genuinely miss teaching teaching kids or young men the game I love. And right. I'm good at coaching. Like, I, I know what I'm doing. Like, I may not have made it very far in my career, but I've had some pretty good fucking coaches. And let me tell you, like, their coaching has gotten me pretty far. Like, that's just, <laughs> it is what it is, right? Yeah. So getting back in and just being a position coach and then coaching my son's 14U team. And then, like, I want to say it just kind of fell into my lap, like the defensive coordinator spot. Oh man, excuse me. Um, and just being successful, but honestly, it, if I didn't have my staff around me, like my success wouldn't have been as prominent as it was. Like I have a good staff on my J, like on my fourteen U team, and then I had some good kids, man, and I had a good staff at Huntington Park, and, and I was just fortunate enough to be in the right place at the right time to get the opportunity, and uh, I took it. Nice. Yeah, yeah you're holding back. All right. So the next <laughs> thing that we're winning on, <laughs> the next thing that we're winning on is, um, yeah, I got offered to be a host to Bourbon Boy Entertainment's upcoming um, project that they're working on. Um, nice. I kind of posted, uh, I posted the the offer letter to um, uh, on IG on our uh, on my Instagram. 
Yep, um, yep, yep. I posted the offer letter. Um, and I'm pretty stoked, man, because this journey goes full circle. Justin, like I started off doing music with the, uh, with Mike and, right. and I failed. And, and it's not that I failed musically because musically I was doing like, I was doing okay. Like mm-hmm. if I had just stuck with it and, and not succumb to life, um, I think I would have been okay. Right. Right. Um, but even even now, like I still thank Mike for for always believing in me and always giving me an opportunity when when really nobody else would fuck with me, Justin. Like I, I had dudes and it's no it's no jab at anybody, right? Like like I, I reached out to Marcus in, in my young lyrical career at our our Marky D, the person we had on the show. Yeah. And and he kind of was like, Yeah, 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 yeah that's fine. I, I wasn't somebody, I, I wasn't there yet. Right. Right. Um, but when I finally got there and Mike was there and for the viewers and for people that don't know my story, um, I'm not going to divulge too much information just because I do work with kids and, and I know mm-hmm. my kids watch this. Um, yeah. and I'll tell my testimony at a different time. Yeah. Um, but I've had some trials and tribulations in life. We'll put it like that. Right. 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 Um, and they've derailed me from things that I should have been derailed from, but due to the circumstances, I fell off. Right. Um, and to be able to be given this opportunity because of the work that you and I are putting in and the success that we have, um, no, we're not monetized. No, we're not on everybody's social media. Right. But let me tell you, we are making some moves. Yeah. We are making, like, we are making the the moves that are necessary to put us in the spotlight for me to get an opportunity like this. Right. And the fact that I've been noticed and, and I've received this offer, it's full circle. And now I'm not going to fuck this up. Right, right, right. Now. Yeah. This leads me to my next question, but I do I wanted no, to say something. No, you're not fired. <laughs> what? Bro, you man, you epic. You asked me that so firing. random today, dude. That was when I called when you called me, you're like, or when I called you and you're like, is this you fired? What the fuck? No. The only way Justin would not be on the perfect angle is if Justin quit. And Justin was like, I don't want to do this shit no more. Fuck you. Yeah, I ain't quitting. Yeah. I ain't quitting. No. But we gotta shows. let the people know because when you called me today, you called me and there was like this awkward pause. Awkward yeah, there was. was like, <laughs> is this the call? Is this the call? No, like, but. Hey, dog, uh, hey, but the awkward silence was because we need. I was trying to figure out how to ask you what the hell we were going to talk about on the show today. I feel it. I feel yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But nah. That's hilarious. So I don't know if you recall. I know I recall. Okay. But uh, there was a conversation we had before we started the podcast. Okay. Do you remember? And then, and oh, then, okay. And then we started the podcast, and I just kind of like reiterated, like, "Yo, this is what I was talking about." And so now, when you say full circle. Don't remember. Remind me. <gasps> yeah. Hey, honest. 
you already know too much football. That's true. That's true. That's true. Don't got that memory, bro. So we had a conversation. There was a word that God gave me for you. Okay. We were talking and I gave it to you. Do you remember that? And then I think you hit me up about doing the podcast. And you're like, yo, I want to do a podcast. And then we started the podcast. Yeah. And then I was telling you, I was like, bro, this is what I'm talking about. Like your leadership skills are shining like in this podcast, like you're in your groove right now. This is what God's called you to. And I feel like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And I just was like, and I feel like this is where God's directing you. I just want to, do you feel, do you feel like that? Be honest. Like, like honestly. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, my mom always told me I had a face for radio, bro. Like, cause I'm ugly as fuck, right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like, but see, like, I can do those kind of jokes and I can be myself in this atmosphere, man. And right. I don't gotta worry about anybody else. Like, right. So yes, like to answer your question, yes. I feel like God has given me my opportunity to show my like show my ability at this. Whether yeah. it's picked up, whether it's me and you, whether whatever it is, do I think this is what God is open is the door that God's opening for me? Absolutely. <laughs> and I can honestly tell you, and I know you see it from all the doors that our, our man upstairs has opened from me. How many have you seen me run through full speed like this? Yeah, no, seriously. That's a good point. Like other than coaching. Yeah. Like I have not, Dude, I got offered a job to make $130,000 and I had to call you like, yo, I don't want to do this job. <laughs> you were like, what? Like, I, I know your face was when I gave you the salary, you were like, what the fuck are you what? saying no for? Like, and people like everybody knows Justin. Justin don't cuss. He's a man of God. And let me tell you, when I told him they're offering me 130000 and I don't want it, I saw and I heard the what the fuck and is. Okay. I promise you, I heard it, dude. Yeah. But, but yes. that's what I thought. Yeah, I know, I know you did. because yeah. I thought it. I thought it too. I thought yeah. it too. Like I've grinded. Like honestly, I've worked my butt. I've worked my ass off. I have a degree. Like I, I'm. I, I know what I'm doing in the in the logistics field. The person that offered me the job knows I'm capable of doing the job. Just knows some things that I need to grow on. Of course, mm-hmm. we all need to grow in certain areas. But the fact that this person reached out because Annie was going to go to bat for me because it was for a former employer who we didn't really leave on the best of terms. He still was going to put my name up there and tell him, look, this is who I want. Like, that's a testament to what I'm doing right. everywhere. Right. But. But. Hold on, I can edit it out. Go ahead. Get water. <laughs> I'm not even going to It is what it is, man. But, yeah, so, it, and then this nigga gets ice. <laughs> Bro, did okay. you hear her going through the drawer? Like, she's right behind me, going through a drawer. Like, like, like. Uh, 
I'm like, yes. what are you doing? Yeah. Okay. Look, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the other room. Okay, cool. You don't have to, but okay. I'm yeah. Go. Okay. And then you you want to make all the noise <laughs> all that it. you possibly can. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. <laughs> Open the door. Close the door. Take the dog out. It's like, come on. Right. Like, hey, honestly, before we even started recording this episode, man, this house was crickets. Quiet. The second we want to get on. The second I said it, okay, guys, I'm going to record everybody. <laughs> World War Three between the kids. <laughs> crazy ass kids. Classic. Know, yeah, but to, to answer the question, yeah, like, um, I, I think this is what my calling is. And, and nice. I think he he's laying... You know what he's having me do, and, mm. and I see it, and I think I told you this the other day, is before the next accomplishment or accolade comes, I'm actually having to finish the prior task that's been given right. to me. Right. Like, I'm legitimately working for each and every one that we – like, every interview, we we just – we just booked another one. What? Well, I told you, the the <laughs> – the the TikTokers, I got the 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 duo. Yeah, we're not gonna drop names yet. We're not gonna drop names yet. But what it takes us to do an episode, it takes me to 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 make sure we have our shit together in order to to book these type of people. Because honestly, right. like people may be like, oh, they're just TikTokers. They're just TikTokers. You go hit these people up for interviews. Like some people don't right. even fucking respond to you. So right, right, right. Don't tell me they're just TikTokers because these people are booked. And yeah. so, like he's he's literally making me work for each step, and, and I appreciate it more. Right, it's crazy. I like that. Like, yeah, I It's real. It's real crazy. Like the amount of appreciation I have for each each accolade we gain together, Justin, it is something that is immeasurable. I love it. And I'll tell you, dude, I, I appreciate the fact that we've been so diligent at doing this. Right. Because um, I like I've done I've done podcasts in the past, you know, even by, by myself, sometimes it became it becomes difficult and a little overwhelming for me because it's like, dude, like. I feel like the perfectionist in me. Right. It's too perfectionist. And it's like, no, I'm not going to post that or right. I start editing. And it's like, no, I don't like it, you know. And I just had to like, so a lot of the things that you do for yeah. our podcast, I'm thankful for because I'm like, man, if he didn't do it, I wouldn't do it. You know, yeah. I'm just being honest. So like just being able to, to jump on here, talk to the, the, the guests that we have, you and I conversate, talk about the thing, the topics we talk about right. and have a good time. Like that's, that's me. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's the part that I really like to do. Yeah. Um, you know, even tonight, like this, this, uh, this episode tonight, you're going to be able to cut it up and we're going to post it and we're going to oh, yeah. keep it pushing. Yeah. You know, like even, but, but even to be honest with you, Justin, like it's crazy you said that because even this weekend, like when I told you all I did was like really just hibernate this weekend, like, all I'm going to do for the edits tomorrow, cause we're busy at work. Right. So I'm going to yeah. do, I'll, I'll let this load tonight. I'll do the up, I'll do the uploading tomorrow and, and it'll be out tomorrow or by Tuesday morning or wait, it Tuesday morning. It'll be mm -hmm. out by Wednesday, like Wednesday morning, the latest. Right. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna go through this with a fine tooth comb. Like, yeah, yeah, what yeah, makes yeah. Our, you know you know what makes our show so good to me, Justin, is the fact that it's genuine. The outtakes and the I may not even edit out Sunny getting water because yeah. that's because we had a moment with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and and when we started the show, that was my vision. We wanted the viewers to become part of our family. Right. So it may be annoying during the time like it's going on where it's like, dude, seriously, like you fucking know I'm recording. But at the end of the day, it's we all don't fun. make millions of fucking dollars for this shit. This yeah, is for us yeah. to just stay sane, have some fun and, and, and tell our story, man, or yeah. interview and tell somebody else's story. So like, I don't have to like have to have to go through things with a fine tooth comb. I think that's what's made our our show so fluid is that. I really don't have to. And I kind of just like the little challenges we have been thrown. I, I'm honest with you. I'm like, Hey dude, I made it work the best way I could. Yeah. That's just the way we had to roll with it. Yeah. And I'm not getting any pushback. Like I've been, I've been part of stuff where, Oh, well, if it's not this way, I don't want to do. Well, then you do it dog. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. no, I don't want to do it. Like, look at, we had somebody hit us up at the, at the start of this show. When we first yeah. started doing this show, talking about, I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that. And I kind of turned it down. Remember, I told you, I was like, eh, I don't need the yeah. helping hand. Yeah, yeah. And then I went back and was like, fuck, maybe I do need the help. So then I, I approached that person with, hey, we're not making any money. But if you want to be part of the team, if this ever does exceed expectation, you will be compensated fairly for your amount of work and you will be brought upon. You will be brought with us and you're not going to get left behind. And what happened? I got ghosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, no, like, we going to put out what we put out. <laughs> right, right. And, and and that's another thing. Like, I'm excited for the, the BBE thing because, honestly, like, I think they're going to give knowing, – knowing Mike – like when he tells me who they're trying to go after, like my creative mind, like you see how I work, Justin. I send you fucking outlines, like dude, like yeah, I'll have everybody on point, like and like I told you, I I'm thinking about starting a podcast for the kids. So, like this leads to other things. Like if I could start producing, I told you I'd get you, if you did your thing, I'd produce you. Yeah. But yeah. I got to be in a situation where I have no worries for my nine to five to be able to right. invest that kind of time in somebody else and not, it don't right. interfere with what else I got going on. Right. But as no, soon I as that see. happens, we, everybody got a show. I'll produce your shit. You just better be on top of it. Like I am <laughs> match me. All I ever ask, right. Justin is just match, match me. Energy. Just yeah. match my energy. That's it. Yeah. 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 I like it. So let me ask you this question. So, when, because I know that we, that you had told me before last year, you, mm -hmm. you started a podcast yeah. and things kind of fell off, but right. So this isn't our first go round. When was it that you really knew this is what I really want to do? Uh -huh. Was there a specific moment that you were like, yeah, this, like, I really want to do this. And when did you really feel like, yeah, I'm in my groove? When I had my first hater and it's okay. fucked up to say it. And I don't, I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to get into the beef. I'm not going to get into any of that. But the moment I had my first hater 
and why he hated on me for the reason he hated on me, I knew I had something. Nice. I knew I had something because nobody was paying it. The, the little bit of traction that we did have, right, was in the semi-pro world. So I we started a podcast called the I Stay Elite Podcast. The okay. only reason that it was not brought back was because my co-host got a job at LA Valley College and was the defensive line coach, now the recruiting coordinator, now nice. the logistics of football, opera, the 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 what is it? Yeah, he's the president of yeah. like he just got promoted. He's the president of logistic football operations. Like like he's he's on that shit now. Like right. He's moved his way up. Shout out Coach West. Like you're doing the damn thing. Um Yeah, dude. So I had to let that go because honestly, he did all the work. Oh wow. And it wouldn't be fair for me to be like, hey. Let me take what was ours and you did all the work and let me keep it and, and, and see if it keeps going. And then if you can never do it again, it was ne- like it, you were just on one episode. So I really had like what I think that was one of the parts I like we never discussed is like he did all the work, like all the shit that I'm doing. He did all the editing. He did wow. like the outlines like we would do them or I would do them. But we were so busy, like we winged a lot of shows and we were still successful. Yeah. But when I knew I made it and this is what I wanted to do, it was when I had somebody hate on me because I they were the only people doing it at the time. And one person that was associated with them was loving it, didn't fucking hate on me, gave me my gave me my props and said that there's plenty of space in this world for both of us. And he fucking still hated, dude. And I apologized to him over the beef that we had, and he still wanted to be a fucking hater. So I knew I made it when I had that fucking one hater because I entered his space and I was doing something that other people liked. Yeah. That that it didn't fail. And when it didn't fail, I knew we had something. We just couldn't continue it. Yeah. And even when I brought this when I brought this to you, it was I don't want to do it by myself. Yeah. Cause I could have done this by myself. I didn't want to. Like I didn't. Like it honestly, the interviews, because for the people that just started following us, um, this is gonna be a semi pro show too. Like we were gonna go right. in that world right. and we've taken a completely different route. Completely. Like yeah. we could still go back to the semi pro world because we have a bunch of connections, but it started off there, and now look at us. Right. Let me say, I and this is no dig at anybody. I promise you, this is not a dig. But compared to what that show is to what our show is, we're not in the same spot. I don't even think that show's right. still around, to be honest with you. And I'm not taking a dig. It's nothing personal because I, I like the other host of the show. Like, I do. Yep. But look where we're at and look where they're at. So, yeah, it was when I got my first hater, I knew I've, I knew I was on to something. Because, nah. because if I wasn't doing it and I wasn't doing it well, Justin, why would he even bring me up? Be like, this fool sucks. I don't even got to talk about right, him. Ain't nobody right. talking about him. He's not right. relevant. Right. So w- what would you say to other people that want to start out or want and not just 
necessarily in a podcast, but in okay. any space, right? In any space starting out, what type of advice would you give them? Because I mean, Find this is, go ahead. This is like, obviously it's, it's new territory that we've kind of right. touched before, but I mean, I, I feel like we're just kind of like, right? Yeah. Quick. Um, yeah. But you've talked about haters, okay? Mm -hmm. And you've also talked about success. What type of advice would you give to somebody entering in this type of space? Listen to everything. Listen to everything that's being said. Everything. Positive, bad. Don't don't be closed-minded with, with any reviews you hear. Um, feel your feelings because honestly... Like I'm, I'm probably gonna hurt some people's feelings right now. Like honestly, like we post, I and it it's the it's the truth. If you don't think I'm being genuine, this is probably the most genuine statement you're gonna get from me. Um, so when you see those things about people po posting, um, you'll go buy Jordans or you'll go support millionaires. But when I'm starting my business, I don't even get ten likes. When we blow the fuck up, don't start liking my shit. <laughs> Use that as your motivation. If you are starting and you are not getting the, the responses you feel that you should get from your people, right? Because yeah. we have those expectations. Use that shit to fuel you. Don't let it yeah. cause animosity because I'm not mad at anybody. Yeah. To each his own. You may not like what I got going on. That is okay. I am right, okay right. with that. But the moment you see my ass up on the fucking Channel 7, Channel 4, on Revolt, on whatever you see me on, don't all of a sudden be all up in my comments talking about, I always knew you were... No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. Hey, when you see us on the Pat McAfee show... Right? Shout out Pat McAfee. Shout out <laughs> Pat McAfee. Like, have your boy on the show. But yeah. honestly, use everything that you are given as your fuel right use it your positive feedback your negative critiques the non the non-acknowledgements use all of it yeah and find yourself start off in a space where you're comfortable with or comfortable in excuse me oh excuse me oh man i'm gassy today <laughs> sheesh dr pepper zero sugar <laughs> yeah oh man yeah, boy. um no but yeah use you find find what you're comfortable with like look at what we started off with justin we started off right. talking about sports right semi-pro we found something that we both loved that we could give our full effort to right if you're gonna do this don't half-ass it because you could tell a half-ass show like you can right you right, can't, right. You, and and your viewers don't feel it. like don't feel it. Like the whole purpose of a podcast is is I have people tell me I turn it on while I clean, so I listen to it. I listen to it. You have right. to be able to engage people that aren't watching the video. They got to right. be able to listen right. to your stuff and be like, "Yo, I can relate to that." Right. Or find something that is going to be relatable to the audience you want to be able to relate to. That's my advice. Find what you love or do what you love. Find mm -hmm. what you know or, and do what you know and give it 150%. Give it all your effort. Because right. if you half-ass it, then you're wasting your time and everybody else's. Love it. Do you feel like there's anything else that you want to do? 
Or let me ask you this. I'll erase that question. Okay. Has there ever been a time, and I think I know the answer to this question. Okay. But I, the question is not necessarily for me. So right. has there ever been a time where you wanted to quit? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wanting to quit when, why, and what did you do to overcome that? Um, if you can get into it. Uh, all right. So like wanting to quit, man, like shit, I wanted to quit a couple of things. Like I'm not going to get into what I've wanted to quit. Right. Like, okay. but the seriousness of, of reaching out to friends and family, right? Like there's burdens that you feel like you cannot overcome sometimes and mm -hmm. there's barriers you feel like you'll never get over and, and the one thing i will say is is reaching out and having a support system like the one i have um helped me overcome the the time i did want to quit yeah um because i didn't just want to all right because i didn't just want to quit my job i didn't want to just quit football i didn't want to just quit podcasting i wanted to quit life yeah like life in general um, so for the not average bear, yes, I wanted to call life quits. Um, there was a, 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 a nasty thought, an abrasive thought where I could just drive my car onto oncoming traffic. And if I made it, I made it. And if I didn't, fuck it. People were better off without me. Yeah. Um, ah, oh, man, Justin. Sheesh. Um. It's crazy. I've been, here we go again, divulging. It's all right. Um, I've been addicted to drugs and gave up on life because I was addicted yeah. to drugs. Yeah. Like, so I've had a couple moments in life where quitting was an option and somehow, some way, God made it where it wasn't an option. Like, the whole drug addict thing. Um, yeah, I was very fortunate to make it out of that. Very what fortunate. Was the moment that snapped you out of it. Um, I was told you either want to be a drug addict or you want to be a father. Um, and I'm having your baby, so you pick your baby and your family, or you pick your choice of drug. And I wanted to be the person that I was claiming I was. Nice. So. I quit and I haven't fucking looked back. Well, all right. So I can't say I haven't looked back, right? Like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a fucking angel. Like I, it's the right way to say this. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So like I, I've, I joined a 12 step program and, and nice. it works. So okay. I, I'm not going to be the one person that tells you that 12 step doesn't work because the 12 step works. It works if you work right. it and it doesn't if you don't, right? Like that's the state. That's what you'll hear in the rooms. And, and it's true. But with that, you have to be, you have to be willing to succumb to that completely. And I'm not, right? Got it. Um, my, my belief system is a little different. Like 100% it works for people that work it. I swear to God, it does. Did it help me get clean this last time and stay clean? Absolutely. 
Do I still partake in it? No, I don't. Do uh, have I gone back to trying to live kind of a normal life? Yes. Do I have bumps? Yes. So don't follow my path. That's my one piece of advice for that. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but Got it. Um, yeah, dude, um, quitting just in that, like that, that was worth it. And then um, just not really knowing how to deal with life on life's terms, man, and, and having somebody to reach out to. So for people that don't know, uh, Justin's my life coach as well. So we had an incident where I was going through something and I sent out a text message basically saying like, I'm sorry. I didn't text my mom. I didn't text my wife. I text Justin. And Justin walked me off the, walked me off the ledge. Like, um, I text Justin first. I text my best friend second. Um, and I said goodbye. Um, I told Justin I was sorry. I told my best friends I was sorry. Um, yeah, I pretty much said bye. Um, and I sat in my car for the duration of four and a half hours telling myself reasons why I should do it instead of why I shouldn't. Um, and out of nowhere, something just says, what are you doing? And I was like, you're right. So I went in grabbed a tall can, got drunk in the back of my truck and I fell asleep. But if it wasn't for me reaching out to Justin and trying to apply the tools that Justin has given me, well, we've been working on becoming a better person. Um, yeah, that, that abrasive thought may have won, man. And I can say that that talk stays in my mind daily, no matter what. Like if something bad happens, something bad is going on, like that thought of no matter what, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Just have to take a step back, give it to God, let him give you an answer. And if he doesn't give you an answer, you sit there, you wait, you keep pressing forward. The answer will come. Maybe yeah. you just need time to just sit there. Yeah. And I haven't, dude, I've been a-okay. I've had some shit happen recently um, that definitely would make somebody feel the way I felt that day that I called you, Justin, and I said yeah. my goodbyes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I didn't even think about it. And the first thing I told you, again, Justin's my life coach. So Justin's the first person I reach out to. And I'm like, hey, dude, what the fuck? But I'm not going to do anything stupid. I promise. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to my brother's and I'm going to get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and I promise I'll text you in the morning. And I, in and the morning, I text him in the morning. Yeah. I'm still awake. I'm, I'm, well, I'm not awake. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm, yeah, I'm good. Bye, man. That's funny. That's funny. So there's some new adventures that you're going on this year. We talked about coaching. We talked about the new podcast. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else that you've got up your sleeve? <sighs> yes. Um, so, <sighs> all right, I got to make sure I say this correctly because I'm not trying right. to ruffle any feathers. I'm not trying to make anybody feel some sort of way, but... I want to up the level of competition for my city. Um, I watch friends that I went to college with 
um, killing it, killing it in Downey right now um, with their seven on seven team. And they're building, they're building something that is very, they're not even building. They have built something that is very special over there that has a great reputation, great reputation. I can't even talk great reputation. I want to put on for my city. Nice. So me, our offensive coordinator, um, our head coach, um, we're taking, uh, I think we're going to take a couple more volunteers. Um, we we're already in the works. We're already talking to the, the two to three people we want to help with this. Uh, but we're starting the tri city big horns, seven on this seven on seven, uh, travel ball team. So we're going to have a high school level, which consists of sophomores, juniors, and seniors. Excuse me. Hold on. Excuse me. Um, Going next year, next year's sophomores, juniors, and seniors. Obviously, seniors this season's over. Yeah. And then um, 13, 14U. So what this is going to do is this is going to allow everybody. Well, we have six high schools in Southgate. So, yeah, well, we have five. Fairly, okay. fairly close to each other. Well, let's see. Legacy, Southeast, Southgate. Um, what else? Okay, so you have Southeast right there. You have Legacy, you have Southgate. So there's three in Southgate. Automatically, you have Huntington Park, you have Bell. Um, and then you obviously have your Garfields and your Roosevelt's, right? So Garfields mm-hmm. and Roosevelt's, they're seven on seven. Those kids normally find something over there. But for your Legacies, your Southeast, your Southgates, and your Huntington Parks, you don't have anything really competitive. Or for your Bells, right? Um, I want to give these kids the opportunity to come compete. We're not going to go out. I'm not going to promise that we're going to go out there and kick the shit out of everybody we play. Um, But I can tell you that we will compete with some of these national ranked seven on seven teams. If you come join and you come work and you come to do what we're trying to do, like we are trying to build something for the city of Southgate or even the Tri-Cities, Bell. Huntington Park and Southgate. That's why they call it. That's why it's called the Tri City Bighorns. Um, we're trying to put on something for this area that we can go represent and, and, and be proud of and, and compete at a high level of football. Because sometimes people, when you bring up these schools, people are like, "Oh, I'm not going to that school." Da 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 da. <laughs> well, why aren't right. you going to this school? Oh, you guys don't do okay. And now I know why, because we don't bring notoriety to our schools like that. Like Garfield has a feeder program, um, JV kids, 100 deep, varsity team, 100 deep. Didn't do them any good, but whatever. <laughs> hey, you beat my ass. I'm just, I'm being salty. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Like I, I, I wish, I wish, honestly, I wish that Birmingham Garfield game had, had, even if Garfield didn't win, I just didn't, I don't, I don't see them in that light where they got their ass whipped like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, that sucks for them. So, um, but I want to be able to offer that to our community and the surrounding cities and and let's go out and compete against the Downies. Let's go out and compete against um, the St. Paul, like the goon squad that they have out at St. Paul, um, there's another one called Quick Strike that's out in La Mirada. So, you know, you got the La Habra kids. Um, I'm pretty sure Lucerna has got a seven on seven team that's out there. I know Diamond Lee's got, so what I want to, oh, like, see, we got Marquez out here. We got Diego Rivera. So 
knowing that we're going to have this, we can build something and we can go compete and give our kids too the opportunity to be seen. Cause we know scouts are out here at seven on sevens and somebody knows somebody and and, and they'll build our community and it, it gives our kids something to look forward to. Right. I'm noticing like when you do things, you do them pretty big. Mm-hmm. And it it felt like what I, what I noticed was you got the defensive coordinator position, right? Or you received it mm-hmm. over at Southgate. And then I think it's been like a couple weeks, or I know it's been almost a month since you received the position. But there to me, there was like a little hiatus. There was like mm-hmm. a two, two and a half week hiatus. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, boom. I want to do a passing, uh, passing yeah. like seven on seven, right? I have to. I'm like, shoot, okay, cool. And what would you say has inspired you to do that? Honestly, it it allows me to perfect my craft, working with different types of uh, kids, different mm-hmm. personalities. But it also it gives these kids an opportunity that I never had, Justin. Like, yeah, we did mm-hmm. seven on sevens, like, but. They were on Saturdays during spring ball, maybe. Right. Like, we went to Whittier College, and that was like the start. It was your high school stuff. You never got to travel. Right. You never got to do right. stuff like that. But it's giving these kids the experience I never had at the high school level. Like, why not? And, and to be a coach and to be the person that offers these kids this opportunity is something that's that I'm very proud of. Like that, I, that I'm I'm being able to make a difference because honestly. Um, a kid may be borderline second string at his school, right? Comes to right. our passing league or comes to our seven on seven team, makes the team because of his work ethic or whatever the case may be. Cause, because even if you don't make the team, I'm pretty sure we're going to, I'm going to run it. Like I've seen other programs modeled. You can come work out. Right. And, and yeah. you can, you can give us some work too. I'm, we'll never turn it away, but say you get that opportunity you're looking for because you are a second stringer and, based on working with us your first stringer doesn't come so you come get work all all spring plus your spring ball now you're getting right. double the work when you go to summer you got the one you go you're a step ahead of that 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 number one right right and and you're going against better competition because well he was saying at home uh playing Fortnite and call of duty <laughs> modern warfare 3 you were going up against a three star corner from Pasadena or a a four star from the IE that right. we met at a tournament. Right. Like yeah, you get to see you get to see these di- different levels of competition or right. it's for these kids in the city section that are are that are starters that have never been exposed to that top competition because if we go to right. Premier over here in Downey, they're going to see D1 receivers, kids right. that have rides to the Colorado to Fuck the Colorado States. They got receivers that got offers to SC, to Oklahoma, to Ohio State, to the Georgias, to the Floridas. Like, they they got the real boys over here. So let's go compete with these boys. So when we see these boys over here, it's light work. Right, right. So So that's how I view it. I'm kind of glad that you're going into this this, – let's say arena. Um, One of the things that I've had the opportunity to do was not coach, but at least watch and partake um, team hustle. Mm -hmm. 
and Team Hustle is a seven seven on seven team um, down here in you know in Southern California. Okay, you know the dynasty basically, and I've mm-hmm. watched exactly what you're saying, like the Achilles Smith Juniors out there, right? Uh, you know the Jordan Lockhart's, um, who else? Gosh, dude, like their team is stacked, you know. Right. But I've also had the opportunity to watch what Danny does. Okay. Danny Lockhart Senior has been able to do with the kids where he's traveling with them and taking them to different camps, right? Different college camps, touring mm-hmm. different colleges and doing the, uh, the the unofficial visits and even the official visits. And these guys, like you said, they're getting exposed to right. things that we didn't get exposed to growing up. And we yeah. had this conversation. I, I Man, I told you straight out, like, I didn't have somebody at home helping guide my recruiting process. I wish I would have. Yeah. I wish somebody would have been there saying, hey, man, like, let's let's not say this, but let's say this. Or yeah. let's work on these things. Or let's talk to these schools, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go Let's go visit this school, right? Yeah. Or what is it in a school you're looking for? Was it What is it in a program you're looking for? I didn't get any of that. Yeah. Like it was literally like hands off. I was on my own and I was young. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So having somebody like ourselves that have gone through those situations, having the, the, the know, the know how to help somebody help and guide somebody through their recruiting process. To me, I I think that speaks volumes of who you are as a person, your character, your work ethic, just the man that you are. And I appreciate it. And I know that these kids will appreciate it. I know their families are going to appreciate it. Moms are going to appreciate it. Dads are going to appreciate it. Because honestly, there's there's parents out there too that have never gone through what you and I have gone through right. that wouldn't know what to say or what to do, right? right? And so like, and I was telling you like, we can avoid them coming home and having their mom be like, well, I didn't really like that coach anyways. I thought he was a snake. Like, right. you could have told me that before I went. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Like I have this kid, I have this kid that I actually so I I actually help kids get recruited too. So like in my free time, like I've had parents reach out to me and, and give me ki- their kids film and I've emailed every D three school, every D two school, every F F S C F C S school, and every D one school that I felt was suitable for their child so if i watched your if i evaluated your kids film and i felt that they were a d2 athlete that film got sent to every d2 school in the country nice so um like i do that because i i wish somebody had somebody had done it for me like i had a kid last year that i helped get to kansas westland and and he was like, well, like he was unsure. And honestly, I told him, just take the opportunity and get out. Just get out. Right, right. Because what are you going to do here? Like if you don't, if you're telling me you don't want to go to a, ju- a junior college right now, then I'm not going to force you and tell you, hey, bro, you're making a big mistake. Go to a junior college because right. you're not going to be successful at the junior college because that's not what you want to do. Right. You want to sign on the dotted line. You want to get out. Okay. This is what you've given me. This is what I'm able to give back to you. Take the opportunity. Stay a semester. Get good grades. Get your film if you can get film. And then we can come home and reevaluate when it's time. 
because right. you may go up there. Who knows? You may you may be the dark, the diamond in the rough, and you're a starter as a freshman. But right, you'll never right. know unless you go. So right. he goes, and um, I want to say like game six, I get a text. Hey, yo, coach, we need to talk. I was like, all right, what's up, man? He's like, I'm coming back. I said, all right, cool. Like, what do your grades look like? Because we knew what your grade like. We knew we knew grades were an issue. That's why we took this ride. Right. Like, nah, I got good grades, coach. I said, all right, cool. I said. Two weeks before the semester ends, call me, and I'll have your game plan. I didn't expect him to call me, but he called me. <laughs> coach, two weeks. Two weeks, coach. I said, all right. But but I had planned for the call already. I didn't think he'd call me, but I planned for the call. My next question was, "Is have you looked into the JCs you want to go to? And he was like, no. I said, well, then you don't really want to fucking come home. Right. You don't want to fucking come home. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not doing that for you. Yeah, when we yeah. talked last time, I told you, find where you want to go. And when you call me, I'll have a plan. Because I know what to do. Right. And he fucking was like, I have two schools. And he gave me a schools, Justin, and I was so fucking proud. So nah. proud of the schools he chose. Not because, so he could come back and he could try to go to Mount Sac. Yeah, I'm a sack dog. I'd fucking I, this kid's a baller. I go put my name on the line for him. I'd get him some, but it wouldn't be exactly what he expects it to be right. because they get D1 bounce backs all the time. And we weren't getting D1 offers when we left last year. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm not saying the kid's not good because the kid's a stud. Kid's a fucking stud. But let's be let's be real here, right? Yeah. So you're gonna come back and you're gonna have to face another running back room full of like 12 to 14. Right. You just told me your running back room is 16. It's a fucking lot of running backs. Dang. Let's go to a junior college that maybe isn't Mount Sac. It's got like four or five running backs because they're not Mount Sac. But they got some linemen, they get some boys, and you can get film because that's yeah. what we need to get you the fuck out. Yeah. You know what he told me? He said, Co I said, which one do you think I said, so I gave him some advice. I was like, you need to hit up both coaches, tell them your situation and let them know what your goal is and yeah. get back to me. Right. So I'm still waiting on that. But the the two schools he picked, I'm very proud of. Very Who fucking proud of. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, I'm not going to put him out there like that. Ooh. No, 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 no. Because no, this is going to get aired. This is going to get aired and I'm still helping him. So I don't want nobody to be like, oh, you're biased type shit. So not putting the schools out there. But let me tell you, they will give him an opportunity to come home if he does what he needs to do and get on the field immediately. Nice. And be an impact. Let me throw and my two cents in there. Let's go. I think you should go to Southwest. Too far. Wrong side of town. I wow. thought about Southwest. Come on, bro. I'm not telling the kid from fucking Santa Ana to go all the way to Southwest. That there. is far. I just gave you his geo tag. You may, you should be able to do process of elimination by where I told you the kid lived. And if you can't, oh well. That's funny. But I did, yeah. So the two schools he gave me, I was like, hell yeah. Oh, speaking of junior college um, in Santa Ana, um, RIP Coach White. Um, I, th mm. I actually think he's the person I spoke to to. Um, 
I was trying to get a receiver into that school last year and I was calling around mm -hmm. and I believe I spoke to him, man. And he passed away of cancer. So, um, to the white family, we send our condolences and, uh, to the coaching sorry, world, man. man. Uh, I heard we lost a great one. So Dang. sorry, brother. That's yeah. yeah, it does. So before we wrap this thing up, we've talked about some really cool things. Um, there were some key points that I thought you brought up, you know, yeah. you talked about listening to the negative and the positive. Right. And just, and just so that I can, uh, I will fine tune that because I think, I think I understand what you were saying is one, I'm going to listen to the positive to hear the positive feedback to continue pressing into that area. I'm also going to listen to the negative feedback to see where I can get better at. Right. right. And then I think one of the things that I'd like to, reiterate to people who are listening to those things we have to take this stuff like a grain of, like with a grain of salt you cannot yeah. you cannot let your passion your vision uh ride or die on what everybody else is saying right because a lot of times there's going to be people who don't feel like you should be doing those things right um i'm certain you know myself included, even you, even stepping into these roles, we've gotten some feedback from people that are close to us. They're like, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know, are, are you sure you want to do that? Well, of course we're sure we wouldn't be doing yeah. it if we weren't right. So you're going to get that, but don't allow that to affect. Don't allow that to affect what you continue to do, especially if passion or vision of yours. I agree with that 100%. Continue to press in, press through. And when you get to the point where you are being successful at doing it and you can show people, they'll, they'll start to buy in. One of the things that, uh, that we talked about, I think off air, um, before this, uh, or maybe it was on air, actually, you were talking about friends, like not everybody's going to be there with you all the time. And so what I've learned in my life is there's two types of people. One is the person who's called to, and then there's also a person that's called through. So the person who's called through, they might be there for a season, right? They might be for a year, a semester, you know, a few years, whatever, but they're not called to, they might be called through. And the people yeah. who are called through just as important as the people who are called to will be there for a specific purpose and reason. Right. We have to be able to identify it, identify it quick, and then right, right. keep it pushing. Right. So we talked about that. And then you also talked about doing what comes natural or comfortable, almost like doing what your niche is. Yeah. And I think sometimes people try to do so much so quick that they lose themselves in the process or they lose being able to see what their niche is. Right. Yeah. So I feel like we came together on a, on a common, like a common ground, like, Hey, let's talk football because it yeah. was comfortable, but that familiarity in football allowed us to gain the confidence to go into other different arenas because it was just something that came natural to us. Right. And, the communication and, and, came natural. True. And I use the fucking sense? bond. I, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. And I use the bond that we had in football to open up some of these doors for interviews that we did.
because right. I knew them from playing football. <laughs> right. <laughs> so find your niche. Okay. Yeah. Listen to the good. Listen to the bad. Don't yep. live and die on it, but listen no. to it. Remember Can I add to, to that. Go. Yes. So my favorite rapper told me, "What you eat don't make me shit." People got opinions, man. I like yeah. it. So don't dwell on the opinions, good or bad. Right. Use them. It. Use them to fuel you. But yeah, right. you're on the right path, Justin. I love, love it. Love it. And let's make sure that we stay comfortable. Find your niche, and keep pushing after your passion, your vision. The reason why we're so successful or the reason why Paul's been so successful is because he constantly keeps his vision in his heart and in his mind, and he speaks it all the time. Anytime that we're talking, we're always talking about what the next step is, where we're going, where we're going, where we're going, where we're going. Yeah. And we believe it. Absolutely. When you want to do something in life, you have to believe it. You cannot, like, it can't be something that just wavers in the wind, like a, a feather. Like you've got to, it's got to be precise concise and you have to have that direction you have to have that what is it that uh that confidence inside you mm -hmm. the no the i know that i know that i know that i know hey and you can't be swayed either way by anybody else nobody else can ever tell you different yeah so if you don't believe it if you don't believe it wholeheartedly you taught me that well you did teach me this if you don't believe it wholeheartedly one nobody else is going to believe it wholeheartedly True. But how are you going to get it delivered? Because you don't even have faith that it's possible. <laughs> Yo, and this has been an awesome episode of The Perfect Angle. If anybody has any questions, comments, please feel free to reach out. My boy, Paul Wall, thank you so much for tonight's interview. It was a blessing. Absolutely amazing. I love you, Doc. I love you too. Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> I'm your boy, JG. And I'm your boy, My Paul man. Wall. Deuces. Peace. <laughs> Yo.